Hello world and welcome to the Overtone Warp Zone. This podcast is for people who enjoy games, love music, and want to know more about how their favorite songs work. Each episode will focus on some pieces of music from the video game corpus and talk about one musical concept found in those pieces. In our first season, we're diving deep into the score of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm Dan Bergman, and let's get started. What can be said about our good friend and perfect Smash attendance record holder, Captain Douglas J. Falcon? When you think of Smash, how can you not think of him? He's the embodiment of a meme. He's over the top. He has a move called Falcon Punch for pizza's sake. And he wants you to show me your moves. Or something. How is it exactly that Captain Falcon ended up being such a representative of the Smash Bros. series? As we contemplate the answer to that, let's start listening to some music for this episode. Mute City is almost the unofficial theme song of the F-Zero series because of its prominence. There are, in total, four versions of the song in the Smash Ultimate soundtrack, each slightly different than the next, and some that are better than others. So far, we've been listening to the Super Nintendo version composed by Yumiko Kanki. Here's the version that was remixed for Melee, arranged by Takuto Kitsuta. YouTuber Relaxalax is probably best known for his series Know Your Moves, where he breaks down the origin of all regular and special attacks of each character in the series. For the most part, there is at least some tangential piece of gaming lore that ties in the use of the moves to the fighters in the games. However, he is quick to point out that, compared to the others, Captain Falcon is a fraud. The reason is that the Captain himself is never actually playable in any of the games he's featured in. You only ever take control of his racing machine, the Blue Falcon, seeing its pilot only on menus or cutscenes. So where does he get his fighting style from? And how come he never uses the gun in that holster he has? Before we try and find out, here's another remix of the Mute City song, this time originating in Smash for Wii U, arranged by Kenji Ito.
In his video on Captain Falcon, Relaxalax invites a guest to show some scenes from a comic strip that was inside the manual in the Super Nintendo version of the game. This eight-page graphic novella takes us through an apparent day in the life of Captain Falcon, where he spends his ten minutes preceding a race to hunt down, defeat, and bring in two alien evildoers before his arch-rival, both in bounty hunting and on the racetrack, Samurai Goron, has a chance. In this comic strip, there is one instance where he punches and elbows a couple of thugs, which resemble his side B, Raptor Boost, and his forward smash. So what about the rest of his moves? Let's step back in time for a moment, before the release of the first Super Smash Bros. Masahiro Sakurai, the developer of the game, was working on a fighting game called Kakuto Gimu Ryuo, aka Dragon King The Fighting Game, with Nintendo legend Satoru Iwata. The concept was novel, a four-player battle royale style fighting game with platform elements and the now classic damage percent system to distinguish itself from the flooded fighting game home console market. What wasn't novel, however, was the characters. Sakurai knew they should have a solid cast to represent the game, and realized that using Nintendo mascots could be a great fit. Without letting the higher-ups know, Sakurai finished a workable prototype featuring Mario, Donkey Kong, Samus, and Fox, and the rest is history. Let's start up the last arrangement of Meat City, from Brawl this time. This one is arranged by Yasufumi Fukuda. Captain Falcon was originally a secret unlockable character. In the first Smash game, all the unlockable characters had some sort of assets that were recycled from other places. Some of his attacks are clearly borrowed from Samus, but there are still a lot of gaps to fill in. If you look at the assets for the original prototype of Dragon King the Fighting Game, you'll see that the placeholder characters seem to resemble Captain Falcon quite a bit. There's a big possibility that some moves that were created for this prototype didn't fit any other Nintendo characters, and so the developers looked for one that it seemed to work for. Captain Falcon's playstyle overall is high risk, high reward. His moves are fast, and they require you to read your opponent well, all while putting yourself in danger. But the payoff is always a crowd pleaser. F-Zero is a racer that was pretty unforgiving. Bump into too many walls and your car explodes, but if you take the turn slow and easy, you're not going to win. Maybe there's a connection between the pace and the riskiness of this racing game and our hero, Captain Falcon. I think my favorite part about Captain Falcon's moveset is that his Falcon Punch, which originated in Smash Bros. 64, is so iconic that it was later used in a scene of the F-Zero anime. Captain Falcon basically causes a mushroom cloud explosion from punching Black Shadow in the face while yelling Falcon Punch in English in an otherwise Japanese anime. Another example of the power of the Smash franchise to influence the rest of gaming. 
Oh, hey, we've been listening to some sick guitar riffs. Better talk about some music now. Here's the topic of the day. Extended guitar techniques. Extended techniques are basically unconventional or unorthodox ways of playing an instrument or of singing. There are virtually countless techniques that could be included under this umbrella. So in today's episode, we will focus on those that we can hear in this last arrangement we were listening to by Yasafumi Fukuda, first heard in Smash Bros. Brawl. First, the palm mute. This is a technique that can often be heard on rhythm guitars playing chords in the background, as heard right at the beginning of Fukuda's remix. It's also used in some of the faster runs of the guitar melody in between the squealy notes right here. A palm mute on a heavily distorted guitar gives it a crunchy, chugging sound that is so characteristic of this style. To perform a palm mute with a pick, place the side of your right hand up against the strings where they meet the bridge of the guitar on its body. I'll play an example of a low E power chord open, palm muted, and then slowly bringing my hand in place. You can find a wide variety of sounds by applying different pressures, by placing your hand in slightly different places, and so on. That squealy sound we mentioned before is called a pinch harmonic, and it shows up multiple times in this track. Here are a few places. To understand how this technique works, we first have to understand what a harmonic is in the first place. Strings vibrate in complicated ways, and wavelengths at many multiples of the vibration of the fundamental note or frequency happen at the same time. You can force a string to vibrate in different ways by lightly touching your finger at certain areas of the string. For example, here's a low E on my acoustic guitar. If I lightly touch that string at the 12th fret with my left hand, I force it to not vibrate at its fundamental frequency, but all of its overtones will still play. I can also do this on the 7th fret, and then I cancel everything out above that first overtone. This pattern will continue if I do the same thing on the 5th fret, at the 3.9th fret, at the 3.2th fret, and so on. You can tell it gets quieter as I go, though. There's not as much power on those higher overtones. Distortion helps with this. Here's the same thing again, but with a heavily distorted electric guitar. The distortion compresses the signal to keep every sound at a high level of output. Alright, back to pinch harmonics. 
Instead of using your left hand to hover over top of a certain fret, your picking hand strikes the note with a pick and lightly touches the string with the thumb to force the fundamental pitch to stop playing. Oftentimes, it doesn't matter which harmonic you're going for, it just sounds cool and squealy. This also leaves your left hand to play on any fret you want. The next few techniques relate to each other. A hammer-on is a sick way of saying you slam your finger down on a fret to play the note, instead of picking it with your right hand. A pull-off is the reverse. As you take your finger off of a fret with your left hand, you pluck the string slightly with the release. These two techniques don't even need your right hand. To see these in action, I encourage you all to look at the music video for ACDC's Thunderstruck and watch how the lead guitarist plays the opening riff. His right hand is way up in the air the whole time. Alright, now let's start to get even crazier with this stuff. Tapping is the name of the technique where a player adds their right hand to the mix, effectively executing hammer-ons and pull-offs with both hands. In the Mute City remix by Fukuda, this can be heard right at the start of the solo section. A few more techniques to go. The next couple are kind of speculation on my part, but based on what I heard in the song, these techniques could be used. Sweep picking is the technique used when a player rapidly strums some or all of the strings with a downstroke or upstroke, playing a note on each string individually such that it sounds like a quick arpeggio or other melodic line. Hammer-ons and pull-offs are often used in combination as well. Here's where I think it might be used in this remix. Hear how the notes go up and down in rapid succession? The last one I think I hear in this piece is called a dive bomb. The player takes the tremolo or whammy bar, plays a low note, and compresses the bar such that the pitch bends drastically low. Here's what it sounds like. Now, listen to the extreme low range of the lead guitar at this part of the solo section. This could be what they're doing here. One final extended guitar technique I would be remiss to leave out is called the pick slide. You perform this technique exactly as it sounds. Take your pick, rub it across a string or two, usually from the bridge of the guitar and up the neck. I don't think this shows up in the Brawl remix, but it does in the other two remixes. Here it is in the Melee remix of Mute City. Once again, this is arranged by Takuto Kitsuda. This lightning-fast yet still edgy-sounding and extremely technical guitar playing is a perfect fit for our F-Zero representative in Smash. His all-or-nothing, showy, high-risk, high-reward playstyle deserves some adrenaline-pumping hard rock. Just for interest's sake, let's end the episode with a mashup of all four versions of Mute City found in Smash Ultimate to give you an idea of the different ideas that each arranger had when they wrote their pieces. We'll cycle through starting with the Super Nintendo version, followed by the Melee version, the Brawl version, and finally, 
the Smash for Wii U version. Enjoy. you enjoyed the episode if you have any comments or suggestions for a piece of music or a musical concept you can contact me at overtonewarpzone at gmail.com you can also find me on social media everywhere at otwz podcast until next time keep playing <laughs>